we just make sure we sleep early right uh i'll uh, sometimes i mean most often i'll uh, fix up with a friend of mine or somebody who's coming running or cycling like as far as our running is concerned we have a little group that meets up to do drills or to run mm-hmm. uh even if i'm running by myself i just make it a point to meet them at a point okay. and then i take off on my own after that because it's basically the hardest part is just getting your legs onto the ground right you know yeah. you, it's the choice you pick them up and get back into bed and you're you're yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you keep them on the ground just get up and then you're fine correct really want to get back into a sport or you want to even start up with a sport just just go for it there's no um there's no age there's no nothing that you, sh- you should be holding you back you know mm-hmm. because before i started triathlon i thought i thought that my life was busy right and then i remember sitting and talking to my husband and saying we're picking in two more workouts right into our day and i thought i didn't have any time before this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> It's just about time management. So it's a full day of work. I mean, um uh a lot of people I know think that I only swim bike run. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do anything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But that's not true. I've got two children and I've got studies to take up. Yeah. Right now it's online school. Mm. Um there's their regular life like right. taking them cycling or surfing or sailing yeah. Yeah. um there's my work like we i've uh, got a shipyard our family business we run yeah, okay. into shipyards and hotels and things like that right so it's a uh, it's a lot of stuff to fit into one day and normally when we think of triathlon we think of all these super fit people and you know you know yeah and then i went and i watched it and there were just people of all ages all sizes yeah. everyone yeah. struggling through yeah. their little triathlon in the heat yeah <laughs> i was like okay i can do this i can yes. and i know it seems the distance seemed really impossible at that point right but uh, just seeing other people of Uh, hi, I'm uh, Nisha Matakar. I'm from Goa. Um, mother of two children, two naughty children. Um, I'm currently into triathlon. Uh, for about five years, I've been into triathlon, ex-swimmer. So I came in with a swimming base, and uh, I also, uh, I mean, we also uh, enjoy uh, teaching, introducing ch- uh, people to open water swimming. that's uh, something that uh, we formed a little team in goa and uh, yeah hope to see a lot of people awesome <laughs> awesome i am bikey winky and this is the working athlete podcast here we talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various fields to provide you with inspiration training tips and lifestyle advice Today I am in Goa talking to Nisha and uh, she has been uh, on the triathlon journey for a while and uh, I'm hoping to you know get her uh, story uh, share her uh, journey with all of you and uh, provide you with uh, some swimming tips <laughs> <laughs> Okay so Nisha um, you said uh, you are you were a swimmer uh, you started out as a swimmer when when was this um i started out at the age of 5 actually uh started out with sea swimming mm-hmm. and um 
uh, did a long, long like a couple of uh, long distance swims 28 30 35 kilometers in the sea and then i switched to competitive swimming which was in the pool uh, i did that for another 12 12 to 14 years okay and then i got fed up and stopped <laughs> burnt out burnt down yeah okay so the competitive swimming was from what age to what age from the age of 9 to 22 yeah okay okay so till what level was what, what level of competition was this so i did nationals i was a national medalist mm-hmm. and uh, i did a couple of uh, asia pacific events as well okay yeah, yeah so yeah. so about that really. nice 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 so <clears throat> when you when you uh, say burnout what what were the signs of that when you we were not mentally there or how how was it oh uh, yeah i just um I kind of got very, very fed up of the training. Mm-hmm. I still knew I had a little bit more of the competitive thing in me, but okay. I I couldn't get through the training anymore. Okay, you know, okay. uh, because what happens is when you're in competitive uh, swimming or in any sport, there's a lot of sacrifice that you have to make. Mm-hmm. There's no going out with your friends. There's no eating certain foods. Right. It's all early nights. It's everything. Mm-hmm. And as long as you are you are happy to be there, it's fine. Yeah. But when it gets to a point where you are really craving and missing the the like, you know just doing normal stuff, mm-hmm. that's when I I had kind of had enough, and so I had to stop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that's I think that we see that a lot in uh, sport, right? Yeah. that is quite quite normal the amount of sacrifice that you have to do uh, and just feeling like when am i going to live a normal life yeah. right <laughs> so you go, uh, you started quite early uh, like in 5 years yeah. old and started competing quite early yeah. and uh, that would mean that you would not have had a normal teenager life as such yeah. right <laughs> yeah. yeah we would get my my i mean a couple of months in the year my dad always just took us off swimming uh-huh. and let us just kind of uh, you know just enjoy ourselves and be this thing okay. and then every year we were happy to get back into okay. it after a point okay. we missed it also after uh, right. yeah so the off season was there the, there was an off season okay yeah. <laughs> that really helps it does yes okay so <clears throat> After all those years, when did you get back to sport again? So um, I stopped at the age of twenty-two. Right. Um, I had two children, mm-hmm. and then at the age of thirty-six, I found that um, I really missed sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I I missed sport, but I was I was a bit bored with only swimming. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went and I watched a triathlon one day, and I said, "Let me try and kind of." get back into it because you know um i needed something yeah, <laughs> something yeah, to yeah. keep me alive yeah. and uh, then i started training for a triathlon i thought i would stop at a sprint distance then i went to the olympic and then i said let me try a half iron man oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah okay so that age of 32 by that time you had two kids uh yes yeah. but i started sport again at 36 36 so, yeah okay started So thirty six, you had two kids, and you were uh, feeling uh, that you needed to do something. Yeah, uh, I needed something for myself. For, yeah, <laughs> for be- myself, yes. <laughs> because uh, life is uh, would become all about kids, yeah. and you yeah. know. Okay, so you you wanted something about yourself. 
and you uh, did you start with uh, swimming initially or just uh, wanted to do something other than swimming you said you watched the triathlon when was it yeah. where was it uh, this was in goa uh. but what i did is before that uh, or no after the triathlon thing there was a swimathon okay so i uh, i said let me try and see what i can still swim uh. <laughs> and uh, so i did a uh, uh, part i mean i did one of the events the swimathon and then uh, who was organizing uh enduro sports enduro sports, enduro sports yeah they this was the in 2015 2015 yes okay so i did the uh, i didn't know how much i'll be able to swim so i initially i registered for the 1k mm. then i said okay let me try the 2k then finally i did the 5k and you know it swimming came back really fast right but uh, the triathlon was a different ball game altogether yeah. i i mean i had never run in my life i had never cycled in my life right so uh, that that was quite a journey <laughs> but then uh, why did you um, so you uh, did that swimathon and then you because you saw the it was clubbed with a triathlon that's where it caught your attention or how is that no so there was a triathlon organized i think maybe 20 days to a month before the swimathon event okay okay and uh, at that point i was looking to get back into some sort of sport i had already started training for the swimathon okay you know yeah. because the uh, swimathon they had about a month month and a half left right. for the swimathon and i already started training for that so mm-hmm. i went up and it was organized with the same people in right. europe yeah so i went up to bamboli and i watched it and normally when we think of triathlon we think of all these super fit people and you know you know yeah and then i went and i watched it and there were just people of all ages all sizes yeah. everyone yeah. struggling through yeah. their little triathlon in the heat yeah <laughs> i was like okay i can do this i can i, can. Yes. I know it seems the distances seem really impossible at that point right but uh, just seeing other people of you know right um, so just watching other people of all different abilities kind of gave you a clarity okay if all these people can do it yeah. i can probably do it and give it a shot okay that that that's what uh, sport does right watching the sport you yeah. know racing <laughs> that is really good yeah. so enduro sports that event kind of paved you uh, you know that yeah. thought uh, that planted that thought in you. Yes, so how did you approach uh, swimming you were all, already adept at it. How did you approach uh, cycling and running? <laughs> so uh, I uh, we had we had two cycles at home so mm-hmm. my husband started taking me out for rides. Okay. And uh, <laughs> the first time I finished a uh, 40 km no I did 8 km took me 40 minutes okay. got off the bike my legs were all wobbly i couldn't stand and i'm thinking okay i have to do four like five times this okay. and then i have to run 10k <laughs> and i was so depressed that day. i was like my goodness i can't do this and um, but then i kept kept at it like he would take me out every morning and you know i'd huff and puff behind him he'd be cycling in front of me arms behind his back asking me what's wrong with you i'm like i'm coming i'm coming <laughs> And then my run, uh, I started uh, with a run walk with um, a lady actually who's about ten, twelve years my senior, mm. um, who really like you know. I mean, she took me under the under her wing and made me mm. run walk, run walk. Mm. And um, it where a normal ten k takes a lot of people maybe a month or three months. Mine mm. took me almost six months. 
Wow. Yeah, because wow. as swimmers, I think our legs are not as developed ever as yeah. our, as much as our upper bodies are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I really had to strengthen my legs. I had no carbs today. My I've got <laughs> fully developed carbs and people ask me, are you a runner? Yeah. Like, this has happened in the last four years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no runner. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, so it's been, uh, it's taken me a lot more time than it would have taken most other people, I think. Right. But uh, I just made sure that I en- enjoyed the journey, mm-hmm. you know, even mm-hmm. till today. Um, like the last almost eight months have been with no no triathlons, no nothing. Right. But I have just made sure that I enjoy every workout that I'm doing. Okay. You know. Okay. So um, let's go a little back and say uh, when you started, um, your husband took you uh, for rides and uh, your friend, the, she guided you for, on the run path. But what was your first event and how long before did you start this um, kind of getting used to cycling and running. So I started in the month of uh, April. Okay. That's where I started my, uh, you know, my 10K, started working towards a 10K and this thing. And then I did my first uh, triathlon in Thonur. Okay. I did the sprint distance. Yeah. So, so no. yeah. So that was a 20K ride. I mean, a 750 swim, 20K ride and 5K run. Okay. And I had to walk the walk the run. <laughs> yeah, okay. but uh, Tonu um, was in June, was it? September. September. September okay. the same year. So 2015. 2015 September. September. Then from there I started uh, training and I did the 2016 Enduro Sports uh, Triathlon in February. Okay. okay. That was the Olympic distance. Mm-hmm. And then in 2016 November uh, December was my first iron uh, half iron. Uh, so that Olympic distance is uh, one fifteen hundred meters. Fifteen hundred swim, forty k bike, and a ten k run. So that 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 was in February, February two thousand sixteen. So almost a year later okay. is where I did the Olympic distance. Okay, about ten months into when you started cycling yeah. and running, yeah. you were able to. Um, so were you able to like uh, ride nonstop and uh, run nonstop at, at that? point of time like mm, Olympic yeah by and, then I could yeah. I could just about do it yes, yes, <laughs> like I had not done they have this uh, there's a terrific slope at the start of the triathlon for the one that the enduro sports does mm-hmm. I had not done an, enough of hills so that yeah. I remember in the last two months or so yeah. trying that hill yeah. walked up the first time did it half the second time yeah. <laughs> you know that kind of thing I was very new at that point yeah but uh, it was a good so you gradually experience. built up to that uh, uh, on the course you train yes and... i was lucky that it was in goa so i right. was able to actually train on that course itself okay uh, i don't think i did enough uh, brick workouts for mm-hmm. that one as in the cycle to run you right. know right. um t- at that point i still wasn't doing enough of that okay but, yeah but uh, you were able to uh, do well in the event itself. i did okay yeah i did okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that gave you a confidence to sign up for uh, 70.3 when was this 70.3 so actually uh, because I had to walk so much on the run part of the triathlon I was not very confident after I finished that mm. and I had just signed up with a coach uh, Kausta uh, Bradford mm-hmm. before uh, maybe a couple of months maybe three months before the Goa triathlon mm. and he kind of coaxed me into the half and said you know what it's not uh, you've just been at it for three four months mm-hmm. let's pick one in somewhere december let's move you know you move forward it's not going to be that bad is that so okay. he kind of got me into the 
half iron distance very well okay and uh, then by the time the race in bahrain came along i was i was happy with my race there okay yeah when when uh, when was this uh, race in bahrain december of 2016 okay december 2016 was your first uh, uh, 70.3 okay. in bahrain okay how did that go what was the experience like <laughs> that was uh, i guess i don't know every every race there's something new <laughs> that you haven't touched upon right. so bahrain is a very windy race uh-huh. um little bit before the race a friend of mine told me no put aero bars on your bike you're going to need them on the race and everything yeah. but it was so windy i i could barely stay on the bike yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. especially the initial first little bit i think now going into it i'm much more confident on the bike right. so it would be a different experience but mm. for bahrain it was just i just held on for dear life and i cycled yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah this the offer and distance is like uh, 1.9 uh, swim 1.9 uh, swim 90k 90. bike and a 21 kilometer bike right so swim would be uh, you know it would have uh, went smoothly uh, it was a very choppy swim happened. okay yeah extremely choppy swim so right. everybody swam a bit of an extra distance and all but it was okay since yeah. my strong uh, section is the swim right. i was okay on the swim yeah. but the bike i i okay. struggled you barely managed the bike <laughs> no i managed it okay but yeah. uh, like for instance when we had a tailwind i was posting sipping my bo- from my bottle thinking oh this is life is good <laughs> going up a flyover flyover at 40 45 kilometers then you see a u turn when <laughs> <laughs> you're into headwind oh lord <laughs> yeah. so uh, and that you know for a, a first um, uh, 70.3 that would be a, quite an experience for you know for someone who has started cycling just the year before cycling and running yeah. Yeah, just the year before so it have been uh, quite an experience but uh, you uh, how did the run part go uh, the run part was not bad actually i uh, mean um, i was uh, i had a luckily for me i had a friend who caught up with me mm. and he saw me struggling so he kind of just took me along with him so he yeah, said okay. okay now take a gel now drink something every aid station so i just did whatever he told me to and we kind of both made it through the whole thing okay. but that's what i i love about triathlon the yeah. people in it are just are just awesome yeah you know he was a faster runner than me mm. and i kept telling him just go you know moise yeah. just go yeah. and he said uh, he's like no i don't have anything big to do <laughs> you just take a gel come on we're going to do this <laughs> right and right. so the run went well in the end yeah, yeah. the camaraderie of the sport brings is really something yeah that okay. that really keeps you going so since then you have done quite a few uh, half iron distances and uh, yeah. you uh, you were on a podium on one of those uh, events as well that was in colombo right colombo 2019 colombo 2019 So, how many um, races did you do? Half uh, Iron, seventy point two. I've done a total of five so far. Okay. Yeah. So the yeah. Colombo was the last one. Colombo. Then after that, I qualified for Worlds. Okay. So that uh, the Nice one was the last one in France. Okay. Yeah. So how was the Colombo experience being on the podium and stuff? <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, it was nice, yeah. but uh, it's not like I knew I was leading or anything. And during the race, I was just cramping up so badly on that yeah. one. Yeah. It was just a struggle to get to the finish, and then somebody comes and says, "Oh, you won it!" I was like, "Oh, really?" You won <laughs> because, it. 
Yeah, because I had no idea. There's so right. many people on the course, you know, yeah. and it's, it's like three loops of the run or mm-hmm. two loops of the run. I can't remember. Yeah. And um, I had absolutely no idea till yeah. I finished. Yeah. Nice. What was the time like overall? Uh, I did a five hour, uh, 42 minutes, I think. Nice, nice. Really nice. So yeah, that's been a, quite a journey, right? From uh, just uh, being a swimmer and then picking up two new sports. Yeah and trying to make them work, work at it, work at it, and gradually building over a period of time. <clears throat> it must be quite a feeling to, uh, you know, be on a top step at a ra- international race like that. Right? How, yeah. So how was, uh, so that that gave you a qualification for world championship it, in yeah. 2019. 2019. So, how was the experience there, Nice? <laughs> it was it was really something. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, n- normally all the other races that you see, mm-hmm. um, at least when it comes to the run portion, there's a lot of people just walking and you know that kind of thing. And I I had a very painful uh, bike segment, mm-hmm. so I came off the bike and um, I was all set to give it up. I mm-hmm. said, okay, let me just try one kilometer and see how I go. Started running and then. Because it was the world championship, they were all, everybody was just running. Right. I couldn't see one person walking and I'm looking, I'm scanning the horizon. Someone stop, someone walk, someone give me an excuse to stop. <laughs> and everyone was just running yeah. and I started to run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it was, it was really nice. And yeah. um, there was this hill that we had to train for because uh, um, like Nice, it's a beautiful course. But um, it's almost the first 40, 30 to 40 kilometers. You're just, you know, there's a lot of kickers and then you climb this hill of about 15 kilometers, yeah. which is something that freaked me out when I first registered for the event. Right. So, but my coach really trained me hard for that one. He kept, mm. he found a road in Goa that kind of simulates it. Mm. And uh, he was spot on with my training for the mm. hill. So I got there and then we did a recce of the course and I was fine climbing up the hill, but the downhill got to me. (laughs) So yeah, because um, the downhills, I mean, the hills there are just like barren, open hills. Um, I was so scared. The first, like the first day when we tried to come down the hill, I just got back into the car. I was like, I'm not doing this. (laughs) So, but then by the time race day came around between my husband and my coach, they took me up three times. So I had ridden downhill three times already. So then I had a blast on race day. (laughs) I knew, I knew every turn. I knew everything. (laughs) It was nice. You prepared really well. Well, they prepared me really well. I was only freaking out in the room every night. I was freaking out. (laughs) So, Nice is one of the toughest courses there is, apparently, uh, from what I hear. Um, So, I think uh, doing well there uh, is really something. How how was the uh, overall time and stuff there? Uh, Timing wasn't too good because my bike leg kind of let me down. So, I did like a 6.45 there, but I also did my fastest half marathon. Running, yeah, and the run. <laughs> oh, awesome! Yeah, so, but um, the bike leg, I think uh, it. I, I would say that it is more due to the course, the nature of the course, because it is. Uh, I think half of it is just pure climbing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then half of it is downhill. But you are not going to gain as much time you lost on the uphill on the downhill, yeah, because you 
uh, it is still winding and you have to be careful descending you can't just descend at 90 kmph yeah. and you have to be a good descender i'm yeah. i'm a terrible descender i sit on my brakes <laughs> <laughs> i'm a terrible climber and a terrible descender also so <laughs> yeah. we, we all we all are terrible uh, climbers and descenders but that the more we do i guess the better yeah. we become right? yeah. that, that is how it is so but uh, the important thing is you went uh there you uh, did the recce you prepared well uh, with the help of uh, your husband and coach and then uh, went out and successfully did it that's yeah. that's what uh, the experience is what matters yeah. excellent excellent even race day actually uh, because we had uh, like my bike was very aggressive and i'm so scared coming downhill that they kind of made a few changes on the bike mm. which threw my back off on race day mm-hmm. so while climbing i started climbing and my back just gave way ah. so i was 10 kilometers into my bike leg and yeah. i had to pull off and stop yeah. and i did another 10 and i pulled off and i stopped ah. another 10 so my entire thing of climbing was i just stopped every 10 kilometers i just stopped let the back ache ah. go off and got back on the bike i think that's where i lost a lot of time okay you know okay, okay. then kind of descended but uh, <laughs> okay okay yeah that lots to learn from <laughs> yeah yeah every experience yeah. Uh, teaches us something but yeah okay so after uh, that we we didn't have any uh, events in 2020 because of uh, pandemic and yeah. stuff so how did you manage to kind of get through the year uh uh what were the workouts that you were doing how did you stay uh, focused and stuff um i didn't i was happy to have a little bit of a break actually okay you know yeah. um initially i mean uh, initially when the when the lockdown came in mm-hmm. um i ride a lot on the trainer right. so i was more than happy yeah. the work part of it was out so i was yeah. riding double yeah. the amount on the yeah. trainer happy as ever yeah. <laughs> and uh, then after that as as the uh, lockdown came off and everything but events had still not started up um i have been wanting to try the like the math method of training mm-hmm. like a lower intensity lower heart rate method of training mm-hmm. and uh, i said now is as good a good a time as any to give it a shot there's right. no event to distract you not yeah. even like a weekend 10k run yeah. you know because otherwise we always tempted oh there's this little yeah. 10k and that little 5k and one pp and one something <laughs> yeah. here there was nothing right so i took my chance and i started up on it i had to move almost 10 paces back because mm. uh, in order to build that whole base right. and everything yeah. but i'm really grateful for that time that i've been given you know okay. for the i mean grateful for no events no pressure no nothing right, right, right. <laughs> that i was able to give it a shot because i'm i'm really enjoying that training okay. now yeah excellent excellent mm. what do you do uh, in, so it is math method is basically to say uh keep the heart rate uh, yes. in control yes. and then uh, try to it's uh, a lower a yeah. period of time yeah. so okay. it's a lot of low heart rate training across okay. whether you're swimming cycling running okay. it's a cro- it's cross and a more uh, high fat low carb kind of diet as okay. well okay yeah. okay so you're kind of matching the two then i've been doing a lot of uh, uh meditation mindset thing because my mind isn't one of the <laughs> most oh, positive minds yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and you know yeah. and that yeah. i can see everything making small little differences yeah, yeah. I meditation i think uh, you know plays a big role um, 
when i start uh, when i started the podcast uh, the first thing i uh, did was to start meditation as well because i thought uh, okay work then there is this coaching that i do and then i am thinking of starting this um down the line i'm, I'm going to go really crazy yeah. <laughs> if i'm not right yeah. uh, you know yeah. focusing on the essentials and then i said uh, okay meditation is something that i need to do right now yeah. right? and that really helps because uh, it kind of takes all the distractions away helps you uh, stay focused on the thing that you are doing at the moment yeah and give it 100% yeah so i think that really helps so yeah. great to hear that you yes. are also <laughs> you know on that path yeah um so you uh, 2020 afforded you that time and you mentioned the work was off the table so what was work before or you know <laughs> normally <laughs> um it's a it's a full day of work i mean um uh, a lot of people i know think that i only swim bike run yeah. <laughs> don't do anything else yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's not true i've got two children i've got studies to take up yeah. right now it's online school mm. um there's their regular life like right. taking them cycling or surfing or sailing yeah, yeah. um there's my work like we i uh, got a shipyard our family business we run okay. shipyards and hotels and things like that right so it's a uh, it's a lot of stuff to fit into one day yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely definitely and being a mom itself is a full time job but you are doing like two three four right <laughs> <laughs> full time jobs at a time I think. yeah and with triathlon that's that's a hell of a lot <laughs> on the plate so kudos to you there thank you <laughs> so what are the some of the things that uh, you do to kind of manage all this uh, along with the sport um as in recovery thing yeah thing, so or? in terms of uh, uh you know how do you manage time uh, and how do you manage uh, recovery yes the recovery is important right? recovery uh, is yeah. one area which yeah. i wasn't great at earlier yeah. i mean because um again because life was just so busy we were just running around like headless chickens you know? right so even this the lockdown helped with that also right. because i realized that i need a little bit of time even if it is just to soak my feet in epsom salts water right for a while you know right. you need to do that at times you just need to sit with that for a little while five minutes it takes five minutes yeah, yeah you know yeah when we're watching tv my husband and i are watching tv at night sometimes we're both foam rolling yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're foam rolling for the thing yeah mm. and uh, i don't know just sometimes i i don't know how we do <laughs> we get through that day but yeah it's a lot of juggling right uh, so a lot of juggling a lot of uh, sharing the workload and uh, you know trying to manage the time uh, available time trying to fit all that so do you have any tips for uh, working athletes for uh if they w- want to do well at sport while uh, managing uh, work and other stuff i i would say if, if you really want to get back into a sport or you want to even start up with a sport just just go for it there's no um there's no age there's no nothing that you sh- should be holding you back mm-hmm. you know because before i started triathlon i thought mm-hmm. i thought that my life was busy right and then i remember sitting and talking to my husband and saying we fitting in two more workouts right 
into our day and i thought i didn't have any time before it yeah you know yeah <laughs> it's just about time management so so there's um i'll pick a workout over a visit to the parlor basically you know okay. <laughs> that's what i that's what i do when people ask me how do you fit in an afternoon workout i'm like to give you an example yeah, yeah, <laughs> instead yeah. of going and doing my eyebrows sometimes yeah. i'll pick a 45 minute trainer ride right you know it's yeah. about the choices you make it's mm. uh, and how badly you want your sport also how badly you want if you want it bad enough you want to do a race bad enough or if you just want to even feel better you yeah. don't have to be racing and it's not only triathlon that's going to you know some people just want to run they want to surf they want to scale yeah yoga whatever it is but yeah. if you want it bad enough you will figure out a way to make time for it right. and you know yeah and if you you have to choose you have to make your choices but yeah. like i said like we were talking earlier about getting fed up of you know uh, keeping a strict life right, right now we sleep every night we sleep by about maybe 9 9:30 we're up at 5 in the morning right. but it feels great yeah. because you know mm-hmm. it i it's a life it's kind of a, like a lifestyle that we've adopted mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice right now right um as long as you are enjoying it is not yeah. it doesn't feel like a sacrifice it is a choice that you have made yes because it it makes you feel good it uh, you know as a whole uh, health wise both physical and mental you it, it is taking care of you so that lifestyle is what is keeping us going i, I yeah. think and then it it is not like uh, someone is uh, forcing you to do it no. right right <laughs> <laughs> But having said that, it's not like we wake up at five o'clock in the morning thinking, "Yay, it's time yes. to put our bodies through so much of pain." <laughs> that's not not the way it goes. And, you yeah, know, yeah, it, yeah. a lot of us wake up and it takes us two minutes to like, "Okay, let's get out of bed." <laughs> but but once you get out, then yeah. it's so nice. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. The initial resistance is uh, very important. That's something that to... everybody feels. Correct, you know. Correct. Yeah. So, what are some of the things that you do to get over that initial resistance? um nothing we just make sure we sleep early right uh i'll uh, sometimes i mean most often i'll uh, fix up with a friend of mine or somebody who's coming running or cycling like as far as our running is concerned we have a little group that meets up to do drills or to run mm-hmm. uh even if i'm running by myself i just make it a point to meet them at a point okay. and then i take off on my own after that because it's basically the hardest part is just getting your legs onto the ground right you know yeah. you, it's the choice you pick them up and get back into bed and you're you're yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you keep them on the ground just get up and then you're fine correct so um so meeting having that meeting point with the friends yeah. uh, that rendu is uh very important because that is what gets you there yeah and once you get there you don't need to work out together right yeah. you can run at your own yeah. pace and do your own workout yeah that's in a great I, point in fact i in fact i prefer that i prefer yeah. doing it on my own like yeah. my swim i'll swim by myself i ride sometimes in the trainer sometimes out yeah. so if i ride out i ride in a group mm. but uh, running again i prefer on my own i'm just yeah. Uh, yeah. happy to Okay. and meeting up for a coffee after a run is another great one also yes that that socializing <laughs> you know, part yeah. of it right so <laughs> yeah that that is uh, that is a great uh, that's an important aspect as well it is right? yeah <laughs> so great great so now um, you've been organizing uh, a bit of uh, swim clinics and uh, swim athons and stuff yeah. right so tell us uh, a little bit about that now you know 
what what is the thing what are the things that you focus on how what are the things you help people with so that if someone is looking for help there they can reach out to you yeah uh so we found that over the years with uh, when it comes to triathlon and racing and everything uh, a lot of people are very very scared to enter the sea hmm. uh with a pool swim they're fine as long as they can touch their feet also they're fine right. but when it comes to swimming out into the sea they have this fear and then you know race day comes along and then they're two days before the race they're crying and i can't do this i can't do this kind of thing and we've had so many cases where we're trying to last minute get people into the sea yeah. so a small team of uh, three of us have come together mm. uh, we've got a great coach uh, in the jeet who's here in goa he's from pune but he's been with us for the last two three years yeah. and uh, so we started these little weekend camps mm-hmm. for people from out of state okay. uh, we do four sessions in which we kind of acclimatize you to the sea mm-hmm. and we teach you various uh, sea swimming techniques right because sea swimming is so different you need to keep looking up to sight to yeah. learn you uh, to sight something you have to learn to sight and swim as smoothly as you can together right right um just the fear of going out uh, if you have to kind of tread water mm. you know for a longish time in the in the sea without touching your feet right. so we touch upon all that okay all that teach okay. people how to swim from boy to boy and then we organize small little triathlons and uh, swimathons so people who have trained you know who are training for things can come and just do like a practice session okay. sometimes okay yeah okay that's great that's great so uh, do you uh, teach people who are absolutely um no swimming background and stuff like that well, uh, that not that for the weekend thing because okay. that uh, like to teach a person to swim mm-hmm. it takes you almost 10 to 15 days okay so the weekend camp we kind of uh, ask for people who can swim maybe at least 10 stroke mm-hmm. 10 to 15 strokes okay and then if you have to stop to breathe or anything that's fine yeah, okay. but uh, to teach a person to swim it takes a little longer so okay. yeah so i will uh, because i don't know absolutely any <laughs> swimming you are welcome anytime <laughs> <laughs> you teach me to climb and i'll teach you to swim <laughs> okay you got to do that let's do that <laughs> because i am absolutely terrible i don't know how to i think once i managed to go across the uh, width of the pool but uh, i don't know if i can do that now oh but, but... that's a great starting point <laughs> you'll be fine don't worry okay. few days <laughs> yes let's do that yeah. like you teach me swimming i'll teach you, you climbing, climbing yes. <laughs> awesome great uh, chatting up with you nisha yeah. thank you for uh, taking the time and sharing uh, your experience and your journey and your insights anytime thank, thank you thank you i'm going to see you in the sea soon yes <laughs> yeah <laughs>